Welcome to Beholder's Eye. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. The Great Isle is in a time of turmoil. Murat Hall raids the countryside. The Grand Abbot has called a conclave to regulate the use of magic. Emperor Simon of Crux and Queen Alanya of Thalmer, once enemies, are now betrothed. The zealous Red Hand terrorize all who oppose their doctrine. Only one group can make things more explosive. The magical miscreants are... Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblox Bluebeard, a.k.a. Rosie. I'm a gnome artificer bard. Garen Kelso, High Elf Bladesinger. Mole Urzog, Orc Forge Cleric of St. Allegis. Cal Thornbreach, Satyr Bard of Eloquence. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I suppose I can. Um, last time we came from our little time out of time and jumped into the uh, palace of the the church, the the, the uh, Vatican City, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, it was the Hall Hall of Order specifically. Oh, okay, Hall of Order. I will add that to my notes. And we jumped in and found the goblin, who apparently is the uh, person who intermediates. For for the um uh uh, uh uh oh I forgot his name Saint Allegis Church of Saint yes, Allegis for Saint Allegis in the church there and we chatted with him a little bit and decided that we would be staying in the rooms that were offered uh we learned a little bit about how things were happening uh around and not really getting a whole lot of information but enough to get us started uh about the uh city around us how there are Mazakine in the river that uh, Rosie really wants to go take care of. And then we learned a little bit more by wandering about, or at least uh, Garen got to wander about and explore a little bit to try to find if there's a gate around. Did discover that there's something inside a mansion that he can't possibly get into because there's all kinds of uh, really strict looking guards up around the towers, uh, around the whatever building that is, probably where the Grand Abbot lives. And then at the end, we had somebody blowing up the forge in the Artisan District and a bunch of Red Hand marching from the Downs up to the Glass District. Did I kind of cover it? Yeah, that, that got most of it. So yeah, the, the only uh, quick amendments there are the building that, um, or just, I guess, clarification that um, Garen was looking at was the Grand Abbot's house um, itself, and that's where he found the portal. And the guards that were looking down, remember where they are at in um, the, uh, uh, in Crux itself is is on one island, or I guess, yeah, you'd say it basically this this district, the Wasset district, is where you have the Emperor's house, which is a huge castle, and that overlooks looks basically our, our fantasy Vatican City here, our fantasy area, and that's that's the guards that uh, Garen saw. So oh, you've got the... I had that mixed up. Okay. Yeah, just, just, there was a lot of information last episode, so I'll just add little points of clarification along the way, because I'm sure, that, I mean, it was it was very lore dumpy, so <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah. And Entirely that, and brand new setting, basically. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, right, so that's where we, we ended last time. We had the explosion of some kind on the Forger's Guild that blew out a wall, killing 
killing one of the, the uh, well, we assume killing one of the men there. And um, then we saw the beginning of what looked like a confrontation between many of the angry people from the Downs, which seemed to be led by some members of the Red Hand, and the Glass City and the, the, the Royal Guards. Um, you guys are, of course, all of, unaware of this in your place out of time. Um, your nonsense nook, if you well, wait, is this the nonsense nook? No, or we're, is that the mansion? No, it's we're in the mansion. My, mansion. my pocket dimension. You're in the pocket dimension. All right, so you're in the pocket dimension, out of time, taking a nap. You wake up or not taking a nap? I guess resting for the evening. Um, unless you all are doing anything more during the evening, I will say you wake up the next day. All right, I'll do my normal shenanigans of well, I cast my mind clear spell like i don't even know what that's called now sorry um mind blank last night because that way i could rest and get my slot back but then also the various telepathic bonds so we can all speak to each other um and there's full buffet out in the main area tasty and i need to talk to well i guess we can just kind of open forum it but um considering where we are and Rosie, since you are the newest edition, um, perhaps we can talk about our strengths and weaknesses. Specifically, what can you do? I know you can sing and play the hurdy-gurdy. Uh-huh. And you got a little um, elephant thing. It looks yeah. dangerous. Oh, what are you pointing to? Carl. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, he can be. He's either really good or he's really good most of the time. Um, yeah, he can, he can shoot things at people and, um... I uh, I can sing and I can play the hurdy gurdy and <clears throat> you know like magical musical stuff and then I can also like make things that are really cool. So uh, yeah, I made him. This is Carl. I don't know if I introduced you. And she pets the elephant that's sitting on her shoulder. And this is Zena. I pet the cat. And then this is Piatra. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie wasn't there when you got Piatra. Never mind. Okay. Um. Oh, um, <clears throat> what is Pietra as right now? Is he a, is he just squirrel, permanently a squirrel all the time? <laughs> yeah, we have to kind of make it that way because he's we forget about him. So, um, so you have a squirrel and a cat. How does that get on? I would think the cat would want to chase the squirrel. Well, if the cat chases the squirrel, the squirrel will eventually turn into a dragon. So you, have, oh, that's the dragon you that's were talking the dragon, about. Yes. So. Hi. Um, and, and actually, Piatra can talk with, like, in the mind, I guess. I guess he can't talk as a squirrel, but because he's part of our telepathic bond. I forgot that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So was that that voice that I heard that I couldn't identify who that came from? It could be. Ah, hi. You're so small right now. It is, is it freeing. weird to be small after being a big dragon for so long? No, it is very freeing. It is like having the weight of the world on your shoulders all taken away. Now, I am small and no one cares about me or what I do. For the first time, I understand what it is to be lost in a crowd, and I enjoy it. That's really cool. I, oh my gosh, you have a dragon. (laughs) It uh, is not that exciting to me. I would start it that way. Being a squirrel, however, have you eaten acorns? Delicious. (laughs) You know, my mom used to make this really good stew that had like acorns and berries and like uh, uh, venison. It was really good. I would eat that if you would make that, even as a squirrel or a dragon. Okay, I'll have to make it for you someday. Oh, if I am a dragon, you must make a lot. If I'm a squirrel, a little. So how much do you want to cook? Um, it depends on how much stuff we can find, I guess. Like, she would make enough for the whole family. So I suppose I could probably make enough for you. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Thank you very much. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, uh, how about you guys? What's all your stuff that you do? Well, I cast spells and I crack people with my whip. Pretty much, that's it. So you whip it good. That's awesome. <laughs> Indeed. Whip it. Whip it good. That, that should be a song. We should work on that. I think it would be a hit. And she'll look at and, Cal and Matt Mole. And yeah. I, uh, I too create things. Um, not only of, of metal and uh, other things, but also I make things of, of men and their hearts. Rosie just gets real concerned looking at you. <laughs> um, like... That doesn't sound great. What I, do you- I, I, I'm a, a bishop, a high-ranking cleric. So you mean metaphorically. <laughs> You're not like yes. taking people's hearts and making things out of them. No, okay. who, who in the world would do that? Listen, I've seen a lot of shit in my day. <laughs> I take things literally, unless you tell me otherwise. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to have so much fun with that. <laughs> I do also speak in a lot of metaphors, um, so please be careful. Okay, so for you, I'm just going to assume you don't actually mean it in the way I think you mean it, and I'll double check. All right. That would be safe, yes. Okay, okay, okay. And um, what is, uh, is Cal still in his- He's in Seta form. He is in Seta form? Okay. But yeah, he's, he's relaxed. He's you know, his crib, as it were. Which probably would have freaked Rosie out when we entered <clears throat> the place, but- <laughs> She was you never, she's just maybe. now noticing. Yeah, just like going oh my god! Oh no, <laughs> she's used to shapeshifters. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Oh, that's true. So you're, you're like Lynn, uh, uh, Cal, or what's your name? Oh, uh, Cal, Cal Thornbreach. Um, I, I don't know any Lins, so it's hard to say if I'm like him. If he's a satyr, then may, maybe. I don't well, physically change. It's an illusion that I put up, and then he'll start speaking in Rosie's voice back to her, as he's now heard her <laughs> for over a minute. <laughs> and I'm able to sometimes pass off as other people. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, no, Lynn was like, uh, they... I think they actually changed. Hmm. So it sounds like an interesting person to meet. Good story oh. from my book. Yeah, they were pretty cool. Uh, 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 Garen, you would have seen Lynn on when we were fighting each other that one time. Oh, yes. The one that was downed and you were supposed to kill at one point. Oh, I yeah. No, I, 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 don't, I don't do that to my friends. <laughs> I've heard that story before. <laughs> that is good to know. And she just um, smiles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of looking like someone else mm -hmm. we need to get into the grand abbot's house at some point quicker the better there is i believe a portal there and it would be good to have a quick escape and travel however the question is what is the portal for and why because the house looks like it was from what i can see outside the house was built around the portal for some reason other than the fact that uh -oh. it is great transportation so the last time i was at a place that was built around a magic thing bad things happened well we that's it. kind like, of how things go for us so. <laughs> Okay, so it's the same. Good, 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 good. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, uh, there was this, this castle, and there were ghosts, and we were trying to get rid of the ghosts, and then we, we opened a thing that said, do not open, and, uh, <laughs> we made the world go fuzzy. And kind oh, of blue. that was you! Yeah! Doesn't sound that bad. No, it yes, was just... remember, um, that's, that's what we were trying to resolve in that separate dimension, Garen. What? Oh, we, we, we've been told this. We were told this by the... You were told by, by somebody else. Yeah. triumphant people. Yeah, your files, oh, yeah. oh, okay. the souls needed to seal the, port, seal the planes back. Okay. 
Oh, okay. But, you know, they they took care of it, so it's all good now. Well, I would recommend that you don't open things that say do not open. Um, that yeah. may avoid it in future. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> learned my lesson there. More interesting story if you open. Indeed. I don't want to have to try to kill my friends again, though. That really sucked. And, and you, you feel a greater than divine presence say, don't worry, that won't happen again. <laughs> Do you feel that? That was really weird. <clears throat> anyway. So, okay. I am not sure what kind of words the Grand Abbot's house has on it, but I imagine they would be immense. I would assume so, um, considering the the Grand Abbot does have the backing of pretty much all sects of the church. They have access to some of the best uh, sorcerers available. Mm, of course. Not to mention, um, every magic user here is under the control of the Grand Abbot at some point. So well, control is a very strong word. <laughs> not every magic user, there's me, and I'm not under anyone's well, you'll at least pretend to be under my control if you would not like to be attempted to be killed or controlled by someone else. Pretend to be you then. Then no one's <laughs> under my control. I'm under no one's control if I'm pretending to be you. I'm under the control of God, though. Hey, you are. I'm not. You can't control yourself. If I pretend to be you, you can't control me. I don't even know how that works, <laughs> if I'm being honest. It's fine. Just don't worry about it. I've learned I'd have to not worry about many things if I'm going to continue on with um, <laughs> the company that I keep. Well, perhaps we should do a little more research. Is there like a planning commission here, like in Kalendor, that might have specs of the abbot's house? That's a great question. Is there? There probably <laughs> is, right? There probably is. Um, you know, you would as far I mean you, you would guess there's I don't I don't see why Mole would know the inner workings of that society as far as like buildings and things like that. But yeah, I mean you would assume that there would be something of that nature within if not the government itself, at least the church has it. Well, I would think there'd be a library or something. There is the library on the uh, uh, the Glass District called the uh, the Library of Archond. Of course, Saint Archon being the uh, the focus of knowledge in that order. And, um, so they do have a massive library there. It's huge. Think of it kind of as like the. Uh... Oh, I'm brain farting. The, the big in England, the big <sighs> library where they got all the Greek stuff and. The one where Marx used to sit and write. What is that called? The big, the British Museum. That's it, right? It's just the British Museum. Yeah, the British Museum. Yeah, yeah the one with all the stolen stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you mean liberated? You just named every museum ever, Sam. <laughs> You're protecting it. Safe storage. You're protecting it from the people who own it. Yes, correct. Safe storage. Safe storage. Yes, so you've got that. Basically, that equivalent. Yeah, it was. I can't believe I couldn't think of the British Museum. That is the most basic name. Yes, the British Museum <laughs> uh, equivalent is the uh, the Library of Saint Archon. So it's both a museum as well as a literal, you know, library. It's huge. Well, perhaps we can take a look there, and not just for town planning, but also knowledge about uh, anything we want. I imagine if it's that big yeah. of a library. We can look up, uh, you know, more about crooks in general. I don't really know a lot about it. Is that to say I do not either? Just see bad things. And I do not spend much time here myself, so um, 
if we do also have any questions, um, our friend, oh my goodness, what's the goblin's name again? Um, Kelp. Kelp, that's right. Uh, Brother Kelp should be able to help you out. He is pretty, uh, you know, plugged into the city. That is his job. Mm. All right. Very well. Would there be anything just stopping us going to the house to have a poke around? Right, it's protected and everything, but we are acting as members of the church. What? So surely we, we could just go there and ask for an audience with the Grand Abbot. Yeah, Absolutely. well, we can probably request an audience. I doubt that, like, <laughs> like I, I know this is above the board. I know that I couldn't just, like, Walking. say I need an audience and have it. That's definitely not a thing. But right. if but, we meet someone who's meant to be in the building, and I can see what they look like and listen to them for a minute, I can just be them and then escort everyone else around. That, that that's fair that's fair um i am also expecting that the second we walk out of this this place and talk to anyone they're going to tell us of what's uh transpiring in the city and we're probably going to get <laughs> sidetracked almost immediately yes. um above the table meta knowledge <laughs> i have to say this is one of the hardest things i mean like i had to do a lot of <laughs> a lot of planning for this because i have no idea what you guys are going to do <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Ocean's Eleven, the Abbot's house. That's what's happening. <laughs> sounds cool. Oh, I think, I think that's what that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm all for it. Um, but yes, we could we could request an audience. Um, I would say if you are going to break into the Abbot's house, uh, proceed with great caution. If I don't break anything, let's just enter. <laughs> See, that's the then you don't have the the B part of the B and E, and it's fine. You're just walking in. It's just it's just trespass. I, I got lost flying in the toilet, and ended up in the middle of the building. Oops. <laughs> I like you. Um. By the way, do either of you know how to make one invisible? Just one. That's a um, good question. Either. Well, I can, I can I have a trick to make one or multiple people invisible. I also have a trick to make myself invisible and a doppelganger of myself appear. Oh, really? That sounds quite handy, actually. It's gotten me out of a pinch or two. Well, those interested, the spell is mislead. Mislead. Um, I don't think I can make you disappear. Okay, well, you know, just at least to... not yet. <laughs> Rosie also hasn't been leveled up fully, so. <laughs> can um, I? I can make things disappear, but technically to an alternate plane of existence. I could banish you to hell, for say, but the not... The only thing that qualifies as making something invisible, though, is just <laughs> removing them. Wait, um, if I could Banishing something to a separate plane of existence is invisible to me, I believe. <laughs> but they're not physically there anymore. You have sent them somewhere else. Whereas, if I turn invisible, I am still here. Can I, I did not say it would be useful. <laughs> Could I interact with hell and move like a little bit and then when I become unbanished, I'm somewhere else? Or would I appear at the same spot? Nearest unoccupied space. Okay. Um, so, no, I believe you would appear in almost exactly the same spot that you began at. Okay, then yes, that is not useful. Well, well then, I think well, um, we should probably start our day, yes? Did you have something, Piatra? I was just going to be a deck. Um, oh, okay. yes. Um, <laughs> while we are talking about things we uh, do will not help us, I can turn people to stone. That's all I was going to say. Uh, that may help us if we get into a bind. When did we get true. into a bind? Very true. <laughs> I, can, I can also Love the, people. Love the positive that. attitude, Garen. It, it does make it more fun. 
I can also just push my agenda on people. That's very good as well. And might be <laughs> the cleanest and forcefully. As long as they you said push your agenda on people. Nice suggestion. That will come exceedingly useful. Yes. Is uh, is suggestion? Is it? Is it one of those? It's a that, course of action. You can increase the the duration of it as well. But I mean, like, is it one of those that like they know they've been uh, charmed, or or is that charming? All right. There's only one of us here that can um, alter people's state of mind without them ever knowing that it ever happened for any reason. Yeah, well, because I, I have suggestion as well, so I just... I'd... It's just the math version of suggestion, so I, it's whatever suggestion would be. I can't see it in there at the minute. Oh, you put that in there too. Um, doesn't seem like they no, know. it doesn't look like they know. Oh. If they did know as well, I can just force... I can remove that from their memory. <laughs> That's true. Very good. Well, I think we'll have to get out into the world to plan more efficiently, but we have a good starting point at least. The To the library... Yes, to the library. That sounds fantastic. I'll try not to burn this one down. That's probably a good idea. Books are quite useful and nice to have. Yeah, it was a whole thing. It was just my dad's library, though. It wasn't a big deal. Fair enough. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I will change back into Osborne and resume my British accent. So the Sator accent. I I was so confused for a second there because I couldn't remember (laughs) when Rosie burns down a library. I was like, I was like, messed up the world, um, you know, proposed genocide, genocide, yeah, um, burned down library, didn't get that one of the trio, honestly, um, so, yeah. Nope, that's just Kim coming up with backstory off the top of her head. Got it, so we know that Rosie likes burning books and genocide, good thing to establish. She's not a Nazi, I swear. <laughs> oh, oh my God, she, yeah. Well, she's definitely a fire bug because we had fire in her backstory anyway. <laughs> yeah. Big love yeah, for yeah, technology yeah. as well, though. That fits into the profile. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't make weapons of mass destruction at all. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Carl almost never hits anybody. <laughs> but when he does, that's true. <laughs> All right. You guys step out. Um, so you're just coming out right uh, into the library? Or, well, out of our We're hut. stepping out of the we can't, hut into we're the, in the like, hallway. Teleport. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. So that's what I, w- I was asking. Like, I, I didn't know. Yeah, we're exiting out of our house into our bedrooms, basically. <laughs> well, yeah. everyone exits into my bedroom. <laughs> exactly. Right. So we all pile out of Wicker's bedroom. <laughs> okay. But where are you you're piling out into Osborne's, or you're piling out into the, the hall of order or well, well wherever it, the cells are wherever in the cells that are place. Yeah. oh the cells that's right that's right okay i'm sorry yes yeah um, the magnificent mansion is just like a door in right. a place it's not it's not time shenanigans we didn't pull that one on you okay that's what i was asking all right cool um yeah. so you guys are coming out of the dormitory um uh, as we talked about before it's a large building it's where all the different orders keep their people who stay within the um uh, the basilica area um yeah and, and so you're you're there there seems to be people um unlike last night where there was basically nobody around right now there are people in the hall talking quietly to each other you do see some of the brothers and acolytes uh speaking and uh, that's it it's, it, that's really all you're seeing at this point okay i'm i'm gonna go touch base with brother kelp then um you know just just touching in in case there's anything that he needs me to do and as part of his kind of his sect and everything since since he has has other brothers in the city now 
All right. Um, you you see Brother Kelp. He says, "Oh, uh, uh, Bishop Mole. Uh, uh, hello. It's it's quite a day. Quite a day. I don't know if you heard the news. No. What's what's wrong, Brother Kelp? You seem quite distressed. The um, we're we're not sure if it's just an attack of the Red Hand or what's happening. But uh, uh, the Red Hand led a mob of people um, last night. They were they were bent on destroying the Glass District. Um, luckily, uh, peace prevailed. Uh, even their own prophet stepped in and then stopped it before it got too bad. But it, uh, it it definitely raised everyone's concerns. And then there was an explosion over in the the Forger's Guild. Somebody somebody attacked it. Uh, killed it, hmm. killing somebody, maybe a few people. I'm not sure. I've heard different stories, so we don't know. It, it, regardless, regardless, it is um, you know it's good for our argument that the church needs to be in charge of magic. That is that is for sure. Um, I'm not even sure how this even happened in the city under the the watchful eye of of the Grand Abbot, but it definitely has everyone shook right now. Hmm. And you, um, you, you, you speak of the uh, attack by the Red Hand as if it is somewhat normal. Does that does that happen often here? Well, the uh, we, you know, I, I don't even know for sure that if the attack, the explosion there was the Red Hand. I, we, we haven't seen them use magic up to this point. Um, usually, well, it's just I mean, more gathering a mob and oh, that's and been uh, there's been rumblings of that for a while, for a while. Yeah, yeah, this. Uh, this this sect has been growing and um you know for the most part they're just kind of they they're they're loud and kind of noisy but they haven't really formed together in any kind of mob like this before it's uh it was very terrifying for everyone in the glass district and obviously what that means for you know, just crux in general um having people from the downs come out and 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 you know well you know what people are like in the downs and and uh, coming out to you know some of the other levels and what they can do is well, no. Those people are down there for a reason. Can, can you... Would that be knowledge Mole would have? That why people are in the Downs? Or... Because they're poor. So, yeah. <laughs> Just because they're poor? Is that is that the implication there? Or is it because of other reasons? Are they dangerous? Well, it's it's kind of all that. I mean, they're, they're poor because they're dangerous. And they're dangerous because they're poor. Um, Got it. Like, Just the kind of undesirables of the city kind of end up there. If, yes. Okay. 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 Just just making sure that I didn't get some like weird. It seemed like there was something weird about it. I was like, uh, let's let's make sure. Um. Okay. And um, for the the uh forgers guild, do mm-hmm. they have anybody anybody they suspect as of now, or is it out of nowhere? We're not sure. It happened around the same time as the the marching, so I'm assuming, you know, just one and one. You know, you just look at mm. the facts and you put them together. It sure seems like the red hand to me. Mm. And this this prophet, uh, anyone we we know of, uh, or are they a, a new element? Um, yeah, she's uh, an up and um, we we've heard her name for a while now. It's been growing. Morla is her name. She spends mm. time down at the Rand House down in the Dan. Downs. It's it's what they're using as their meeting house, or or so I'm I'm told. The Ram House. Rand. R A N D. Ah. Uh, Mole, you would have is, some the problem. V- vague recollection of the Rand House as being just a you know it, it's a a place where you go for you know drinks and prosta people and it's kind of the dregs of society. Got it. Got it. Hmm. Well then, uh, thank you for the information, 
Brother Kelp. Is there anything that I can do to be of assistance of uh, you today? Um, not that I, nothing for me today. I don't, I don't think, but I don't know. You might want to, might want to find out what's going on. It could be a, a great boon for our argument. Um, you know, if, if we can't mm. let ha- people like the Red Hand blowing up the guild and destroying society at its core. Mm. I see. Well, um, I will be on my way. Um, I hope you have a good day and, uh, you know how to contact me if you ever need anything. Oh, of course. Of course. Thank you, Bishop. Of course. And Mole will kind of, uh, yeah, kind of of walk away from So almost... Ben, it looks like you're... Okay. Yeah, in in, in our minds. um, So almost definitely the Red Hand did not do this forge blow up. If they were in a separate district, yes, and if they do not use magic, or have not been using magic, then either this is a cover-up of something unrelated, or it is a frame job for magic users. And in fact, the I, church did this. Hmm. I, I I would say um, we should keep our, our minds on the terms that people here use. Um, they would not consider what I do magic. Ah, okay. And I am more than capable of blowing up a building. But what you do is magic. That's very confusing. No, it is divinely inspired by by Theos. It's still magic, even if it's divinely inspired magic. I do not think you're getting it, Rosie. The way they see it, the way they justify their use of magic, is that it is not. It's just semantics. It's very stupid. So It's bullshit. Yes, but (laughs) we have to play the game, is what Mole is saying. I know. And that is, in essence, what I am here to do, to reforge a culture, an understanding, a way of thinking. Uh, I mean, people are sometimes just born with it. Like, you can't take it out of them. Yes, you cannot take it out of them. As you can see, the... When you, if you cannot remove something, the church currently thinks you should control something. Yeah. And I met this little girl. Can... She could sneeze fireballs, and the church wanted to control her. But she was like eight. She shouldn't be controlled by the church. Hmm. I understand that. Yes. Um. But right now, at least, at least Crux as a whole, and uh, now the church, because we are very intertwined with Crux, um, views that if you cannot control magic, then you should destroy it. So those who not, do not capitulate, um, they do not get the benefit of living here. You mean they don't get the benefit of living? They don't get the choice to leave at all. You just summary execution because someone doesn't want to do as you say. Mm-hmm. That is the core of our issue. How do you control magic without it being like this? Because in essence, no matter what you think, that these things do need to be kept in check, at least somewhat. People cannot be just let do whatever they want. If only we had a bunch of wizarding schools that could help us figure this out. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Wizarding schools? Yeah, what's that reference to? I don't even know. It's the the whole magic of ministry in Hogwarts and all Oh, got it, got it, got it. It's been a while. Yeah, they did fuck all anyway. There's more schools than just Hogwarts as well. Yeah, yeah. They're all over Uh, the place. Bobatons and all those, yeah. Well, in in your opinion, actually, the Empire does have many churches of magic. Um, the many schools that teach us many different things and different skills. Uh, I understand that there is no difference other than the source of my power, mm-hmm. but not many other people here will agree with us, at least not yet. Anyway, we were going to the library. 
Indeed. I, I think we were walking and talking, maybe? Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not just going to stand there looking weird in front of Kelp again. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that's why I was more walking away from yeah. Brother Kelp, so it doesn't seem as weird when we're not talking to him. Because uh, we tend to do that a lot. We'll have a conversation for like five minutes in front of somebody, and they'll be like, um, so... hello? <laughs> I'm you still here, and you're still? all staring at or... each other. You guys are all saying very nasty things about me, and I'm right here still. <laughs> <laughs> what we need to do is we need to uh, practice, you know, our, our having multiple conversations at once and be able to have a conversation with somebody whilst also talking in our head at the same time. Really kind of do both. I think we or should do, like, intelligence checks, and then, like, if we fail, then we actually spoke out loud instead of inside <laughs> our heads, and then, you know, just give up all of our plans. So. <laughs> Create some diplomatic incidents along the way. It's fine. It's okay. Cal can undo that, I believe. <laughs> Maybe on um, one person? <laughs> as, as you are, are walking and talking... Piatra says, I will make myself useful. I will, in my little tiny form, I will scout out the mansion of the Grand Abbot, and I will find any nooks and crannies for you. They will not suspect a squirrel. Um, just to make sure. You said there was no, like, wildlife. Or there was no, like, dogs and cats and stuff. Are there other wildlife? Yeah, like I said, there were birds in the trees and things like that. It just wasn't, like, it was, you know, you're not gonna have wild animals running around like you would in a city street. Okay. Um, Wild animals being, like, dogs and cats. Not not that this has, like, tigers running through city streets of crocs. Normal. Normal stuff, Um, yeah. Um... Very well, Piatra. Just be careful of, I don't know, you get the tinglys on the back of your neck. Um, there might be some anti-magic stuff in this place. We what do not want they? you to. Oops, sorry. Go ahead. Well, they would possibly remove your squirrel form, and then you Indeed. would be a dragon in the middle of a building, which might be okay. You could just destroy it, but then you must flee. If you can get back to the um, mansion, you can go back and hide in there for... 12 to 16 hours. Yes, this sounds good. Yes, worst case scenario, I turn a few people to stone and I fly away. Indeed. Uh, no big loss. And um, while you are our dearest friend, Piatra, if yeah. they do happen to um, find you or capture you from some reason, though you are majestic and strong, uh, please do not tell them anything of us. No, no, that would be not wise. Kind of defeats the purpose of what we are doing. And you helped me get out of my my sadness. So I will help you. You are friend. Indeed. We are. Well, I wish you good luck, my friend, Piatra. And And we shall see you... (laughs) We shall see you tonight or whenever we make it back to the mansion. Yes, that sounds good. And with that, he chirps like a little uh, squirrel. I I don't know how they (laughs) chirp, but you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> little chittering at us. <laughs> yeah, a little twittering. Yeah. And he takes off, disappearing the courtyard. It's, it's not that dramatic. <laughs> All right, you guys Marvelous. make your way. And um, now we never have to worry about Piatra again, because we'll forget. <laughs> He'll just be back at the, ma- the mansion, and we'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, when he gets, like, uh, you know, caught or, you know, just mysteriously we'll f- disappeared, then that will just be another plot point, and we won't have to worry about it. <laughs> We'll forget. He'll go back to the mansion. The mansion will drop. He'll get kicked out of the mansion, and the polymorph will drop. So he just is a giant dragon, and then in a little cell, rips the building apart instantly. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> 
So you guys make your way through the walkway. Now, the walkway that connects all the uh, different districts is quite large. It's the main thoroughfare for the people who are not wealthy enough to take the uh, speed rail and um, not poor enough that they have to take the ferry, um, uh, take the ferryman ride and avoid the Mizakine down the waterways. Um, it, it's where you're coming from because you are going on the walkway from the... Um, this is what I get for not just naming it something easy. Hold on. Through from the Wasat um, district, which is where you are currently, over to the Glass district. It's extremely opulent. It's white. It's it's you actually see people cleaning it. Um, like there are staff there actually cleaning the walkway itself. So it looks good. It's bright. It's brilliant. It's kind of magnificent. Um, so that's that's really what you're seeing right now. There's a number of people walking on it. Um, one thing you don't see too much of, other than with extremely well-dressed people who are obviously nobility you don't see any horses like it, it's very very much a there are no carriages but there's maybe like a, a one-person horse and everybody who's on that is exceedingly wealthy you can tell from their clothes and the way that they uh, really carry themselves so that's the situation you make your way to the glass district and once again this is a very nice area you can see where people live um, and the houses are really more like estates though there are some smaller houses that do seem quite nice at the same time um and then you find your way to the let's see if i can get there you, you you find your way to the library of archond um as you make your way there you do pass the great prism opera house which is a large well what it sounds like it almost looks like a, a prism that is right there um in the middle of the square it's quite beautiful and it's designed in such a way that the light seems to reflect upwards and not downwards so nobody's blinded um and then also you do have um the large multi-building uh imperial university there as well so the main three things are the opera house the imperial university the library and then there are other social clubs and, and things like that and, and where people actually like live and and uh, go about their day-to-day -day life Cool, and then this is the district, right, that the revolt was happening in? Was about, yeah, coming toward. As you're walking through that, you can see the remnants of the, um, the, the at least the, the riot itself. Now, it's connected to a different bridge, and it's one that would actually be connected to the... Um, the, the what's known as the Fortog district, which is the merchant district. So it looks like there has been, um, you know, stuff torn up. There's there's crap all over the ground, refuse of, of different kinds. Um, you don't see too much damage. It looks like that particular uh, walkway has some of the railing that's been blown out. So it looks like there's been some fighting. There's some scorch marks. So maybe there was something of a tussle here. You can't, but um, it's, it's not completely destroyed or anything of that nature. Hmm. Seems like there was some damage done here. The question is, why not do more? Why stop? Mm. Maybe it's a show of force and then a show of being reasonable, trying to sway more towards your side. That is a terrible way to do it. So was there like a fight here and they got turned around or are they arrested? Like... Well, the, the goblin said that Morla stopped the fighting, but she's one of them, one of the Red Hand, it looks like. Right. The prophet? That's correct. But, like, the the uh, uh, people around, though, like, they the, were there no people around? Was it, like, nobody tried to stop them? And they just stopped themselves? <sighs> oh, is, so is this is this basically just fancy places? This isn't housing district? Or is there houses in, like, all the districts, more or less? There is housing in almost... Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, there's basically housing in all the districts with the exception, well, even the Wasat has housing for the for the um, people who are, you know, the courtiers are obviously going to stay in the emperor's house and then the, um, you know, bishops and everything else can stay in the dormitory. So yeah, everything everything has housing. Okay, so were any of the, the housing stuff destroyed or is it mostly just... No. Just the street? No. It, Unimportant yeah. things. It, it's all the street and more like uh, the squares. The way everything is set up is the walkways lead you basically right into the heart of whatever the district is, and then the people live on the outside of the districts. Okay, okay. Okay. Hmm. So it doesn't look like they were trying to, like, kill people, so that's good. Maybe it would be good to get the opinion of some people just on the street, you know, their perspective of what happened. Maybe not so much a revolt as it was a, a protest. I look around. Are there people on the street we could ask? Yeah, there are people on the street. Um, you'll even see some some people who look like they might be official. A few warforged who are wearing the emblem of the emperor. Um, look like they might be some sort of police force. Um, you also... Actually, Ben, go ahead and have Garen give me a perception. What's your what's your, what's your your passive perception? I'll tell you if you 13. need to roll something. Go ahead and give me a, um, a perception roll, DC 15. Eight. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. So, guys, uh, really no notice anything. Well, so does is this the first Warforge we've seen here? I mean, here, yeah, obviously APU's Warforge, but we, yeah, we, oh. you guys have seen there. There weren't any on the Wasset that you saw. Doesn't mean that they okay. weren't there. You just guys haven't seen them yet. So this would be the first Warforge that you see. Um, you are noticing that they are, like I said, dressed in the Imperial colors. They have the Imperial emblem on them. They're carrying weapons as though they are some sort of police force. Um, and people seem to kind of keep their distance in the same way with the same kind of respect. Um, one Rosie. One thing that you'll notice with your artificer's eyes is that there seems to be something a little... Um Rosie's uh, seen little, them before. Right. She so. has. And w so with her artificer eyes and having seen them before, you know, this isn't like APU, who was something of a well-oiled well, well -oiled machine. There seems mm -hmm. to be almost something a little bit off with them. You know, there's like little glitches here and there that maybe wouldn't be noticeable to somebody without a uh, familiar or keen eye for mechanics, but you do notice that. They're, the way they move seems a little bit off. It's not quite as smooth. And even the way they interact with people seems to be less... Uh, humanoid um, and more truly mechanistic. So mm -hmm. if APE was more humanoid in the way he acted with people, this is more almost robotic. Is it similar at all to the ones that I saw previously under the Crowley control? Or is this not it's even that sentient? Not, not even that's that... Yeah, it's not operating that smoothly. Um, okay. It's closer to that than APU. Okay. So if, if APU is like grade A, the other ones are grade B, these are like grade C. Okay. Okay. So it would be clear that so, neither of these are APU, because that's that's my concern. No. <laughs> no, not at all. These are definitely okay. not APU, even kind of. No. Okay. Um, in our heads, I'll go, I've seen these before. I don't think these are the kind that like will want to help us. You mean they would be antagonistic towards us? Maybe? They're not working right. See how it kind of did that glitch thing with its shoulder? That's not right. I must take your word for it. Well, they may be inclined to help us. They are followers of the church. Oh, that's true. You should talk to them. Okay. Um, <laughs> would, would I have any knowledge of if there is a specific way to address something like this? Or 
or... nothing in particular. I mean, you you would um, uh, you you would probably call them officer because they are an officer of the state. But that's just as a respectful title. That's the only thing. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um. Then I'll I'll, I'll approach, uh, approach the the mechanical monks and uh, go. Um, uh, officer, would you be able to provide me any information? Hello, Bishop. Information Hello. regarding what? Uh, information regarding the attack and revolt last night. The attack was done by the Red Hand on the walkway. The attack did not go too far as we were able to stop them, and their own side relented under the leadership of the Tortle. Hmm. And before the turtle uh, diffused the situation, were they very violent? Yes. Thank you, officer. Have a great day. You are welcome, Bishop. Theos be with you. Portland's in turtle. Portal, you can <laughs> see, uh, <laughs> like, Rosie just gets super excited. Like, she's she's doing using all of her energy to keep herself from, like, being, like, screaming and jumping up and down. <laughs> and, and, uh... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Real quick. So yeah, as you're walking away, Mole, um, and you said Theos be with you. You hear the uh, uh, Warforged. Man, my brain's not working. You you hear the Warforged respond. Please, may Theos be with me. Got it. Is that is that weird? <laughs> is it, like like it's weird to me. Is that is that weird for them? In or is that would a normal I have response? Zero zero frame of reference. No, no, that would that would seem a little odd. I mean, just from your conversation, it came out in a different voice. It wasn't the slow mechanical voice. It sounded like there was some some desperation in there. Please or back sort of thing. I'll kind of kind of spin yeah spin on my heel and kind of turn around back to them, giving them a, a look over. Anything look weird? Give me, give me an investigation roll. Can all of us? Because we would yes, know that's would wrong. <laughs> weird. Three, <laughs> three. I, sure, everybody, give me an investigation roll. Seventeen. Eleven. Twenty. Rosie. All right. So, um, yeah, there's no question that for Cal that that seems very strange. Mole for you, it just seems like well, that was weird. Maybe I imagined it. Garen, you just don't notice. Um, Cal, you know that there's something very strange. And Rosie, hearing that and the way it's said, even though you were very excited about the turtle, um, you see, you, you notice that the way he said it in that moment reminded you very much of more like APU. Mm-hmm. Um, now, looking in my at head, it, I'm going to go, that's, that's what a Warforged sounds like. So it's a broken machine? I think so. Can I go up to it, Alex, and touch it and cast Mending? <laughs> Yeah, you can go up and, and touch it. Uh, let me see what but, like, that is. Focusing on like the, the, the... Voice box? <laughs> yeah, pretty much his voice in his head, like it's broken speaking, is uh, Cal's understanding. Yeah, Cal's understanding. There's only a one-foot area. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's a single break or tear in an object. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you, you cast that, and his head becomes quite shiny. It looks like it's well-polished. You notice the, some <laughs> of the dents are popped out. Um, but it doesn't seem to register that you really did much to it. Wait, wait, you just cast that spell? Yes. Is there, give me, are there somatic components and verbal components to that? Uh, so, yeah, uh, everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All components, verbal, somatic, and material. It's a whole song and dance. Okay, so you cast that spell. It's a minute to do, so. It takes a minute to do? Yeah. Okay. Oh, dang. Casting time, one minute. Yep, all right. So, um, I take that back. As you're starting to cast your spell, the Warforge says, alert, alert. Citizen, citizen of Crux, magic use is forbidden within the city limits. I have a badge thing. I hold up the thing I got from 
No. That does not change the fact that you cannot perform magical abilities out on the street. And you see, like, Mole's eyes just kind of go, like, completely downcast, and he just kind of deflates a little bit, like, oh, man. You hear um, the uh, clanging of boots, and you turn around, or you guys do not necessarily turn around, but you see a very opulently dressed military leader of some kind. Now, Mole will know them for sure. This is... Um, the name right here. This is Tolia Scepter, and from his regalia, there's no question. This is the Chief Inquisitor. Now, what is strange Sasha. about the yeah? Uh, what's strange about this is, and Rosie, you would also know Inquisitor clothes because you faced Inquisitors before, so you know exactly I, what this I guy is. I do believe I actually have Inquisitor clothes in my bag yet, so <laughs> hey, you should show them to him. Um, and. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he comes up, um, obviously a stern man. He's a human, white hair. Um, Rosie just surreptitiously takes Carl off of her shoulder and puts it in her bag. <laughs> anyway, go um, ahead. <laughs> what's, what's, what's strange about this mole is, is the last time you were in Crux, Inquisitors were not allowed to be in the, the country of Crux. Um, they were really relegated to Blackwick. That's where they started from. That's where they came from. And they were out there regulating uh, Blackwick and um, Pinewall. That's really where their focus has been, where, you know, the Warforged and the church had kind of ha handled everything within the city before. This is like a, an outside force that seems to have some kind of authority here now. Got it. Um, and and Inquisitor Tullius is like the leader of the Inquisitors? He's definitely high up there, yeah. And he walks, he does walk over and he says, um, excuse me, Bishop. Hello. Your companion here. And he just gives you a dirty look, Osborne. Uh, or what's it, Oswald? Osborne? Osborne. Will? William Osborne. Will? William Osborne, okay. He gives Osborne a dirty look. Um, not so much dirty as though, like, you just kind of, uh, your gum on his shoe and he's annoyed. Disgusted. Disgusted. Dismissive. <clears throat> Dismissive. All of it. All the deeds. Okay. Um, uh. And he, uh, he says, Bishop. I see that they are your guests and the guests of the church. Obviously, we want to stay in line with the Holy Father's edicts and the edicts that came from Theos himself. <clears throat> we need to make sure that, especially when people are as jumpy as they are after the Red Hand's destruction last night, that magic is not done on the streets. Can you please watch your man so I don't have to? That will not be a problem, Inquisitor. As you well know, we recently have come from Thelmer, where things are much more, more lax, and my companions here may lack some discipline or foresight before using their abilities. It will not happen again. I do apologize, sir. I only meant to help the machine. I did not mean to cause any offense. It is not aggressive magic that I was casting. All magic, not from Theos himself, is aggressive. How else could you mock Theos's power except by consulting with devils and demons? I do not mock his power. I simply use it, utilize a different channel. How do you know his power is not distributed in many ways? How do you know I not utilize it in just a different manner than you are used to? Osborne, I would suggest you be quiet now. Yes, watch your savage tongue. These... These he people, goes to these... speak and he stops himself. <laughs> <laughs> it is good, Bishop, that you brought these savages across the way to civilization. If only we could teach them some manners. Alex, while he's talking, while he's talking, um, Cal is making a detailed study of exactly how he looks and how he's speaking. I found my new plaything. Perfect. Okay. 
We just add that to our identities. What, what were you saying? In, in, in Inquisitor, I am rather out of the loop since returning to the city. Um, what brings you to the city in particular? Um, I did not know there was much Inquisitor presence here within recent years. Yes, well, the uh, Emperor has done what he can to keep the true followers of Theos out of the city, as we know, no greater disgrace than his house next to our holy temples. But mm. even he saw the light after the world became two. I see. Well, Proceed. that is resolved now. It is, but it could come back. Have you not heard? Or you must know you brought these savages across the Pleiades. Their whole world is being destroyed right now by great demonic magic. Actually, we kind of took care Rosie, of that. It's all I good ignore minds. I, As soon as she speaks, I cut into her head. Metaphorically. How yeah. well? Like, li no, <laughs> literally. Like, voice-wise. But not Wait, you cutting, come, yeah. come into my head and say what? I, like, as you say well, I say Rosie. Eric, Rosie. Well, and then I'll stop and go, what? In my head. Do not speak. <laughs> Never mind. Well, Inquisitor, um, as you will not know as of yet, uh, since I am much faster than words in many ways, uh, the Church of St. Eligius has resolved that issue. Praise be to Theos. But it is good to know that order has come to crux, is it not? It is good to be under watchful eyes, Inquisitor. In I her have head. business. I must be on my way. In her head when he says that, uh, Rosie will go, It doesn't look like order is here! Looking at the stuff around that's been destroyed. <laughs> what was the Inquisitor's name again, sir? Tolius Scepter. Tolius. Scepter. I had Tolia. No, Ooh, Talia. Talia. They're suddenly a woman. That would be cool. Maybe. You don't know. Fair, actually. Well, the the other Inquisitor that we met on the road that uh, nearly took out Rosie was a female. So, you know. Yeah, she was. They're at least equal opportunity that way. Yeah, this world's a weird mix of uh, progressive and uh, reactionary, all blended together. Beautiful. Love it. Yeah. Right. A, a goblin can be, you know, a relatively high-ranking member of a church, and um, magic users are shunned and scorned. It's great. Well, because cool. the religion, remember, is all based off of the unification of the, the, the equality of the different. That's the Theos revolution, that when Theos became god, it was because all could be accepted, whether they were goblin or person. So that's just kind of built into the society, goblin or, <laughs> or human. What race was the Inquisitor? He was human. Human, and roughly, was he like cow sort of size or bigger or smaller? Just so I can have the notes for the future. Yeah, he was um, uh, about six feet. Um, I don't know what that is in meters, but like. Two... Oh, that, that fits inside what I can impersonate. So. Okay. Slightly. Um, are the Inquisitors? Do they have? Are do they belong to a specific church? Like, do they wear robes? Or I mean, um. Sect. A specific sect, a specific yeah. order? No, they don't. Okay. And uh, sorry, just for clarification, was Brother Kelp a St. Allegis cleric? Yeah, yeah, he's one of ours. Yep, he's your liaison. Okay. He, um, he's the eyes and ears for the, the church, for the, the sect of St. Allegis in Crux. Yeah, so he's okay. the one who makes sure that we know everything that's happening with the church so that we can be in line or whatever, you know? Got it. So these inquisit in our minds, of course. <laughs> Um, and, and when I, when I said have like have a good day, it was kind of dismissive, as in I had business and I am going to just start walking. Um, yeah, BDE, um, very nice. The uh, the inquisitors, I did not quite catch that. They are not liked here. I did not realize that the um, emperor was that desperate. Um, usually, they do not even allow inquisitors in the country. 
um, they offer they off they operate solely outside of crux within the outermost uh within the rest of the empire uh mainly blackwick and pinewall at the moment um in order to take care of the magical problems them being in the city does not bode well for anyone so what would be the reason to recall them what is their specialty um their specialty is controlling magic users not in a, in a perfect by... imitation of the inquisitor's voice barbarians <laughs> yes um they are the ones responsible for gathering up or killing of those who they deem undesirable um outside of the I, I, I do not know their function here but outside of this country they act with full immunity and authority as far as i'm aware they are judge jury and executioner when it comes to magic use inquisitors aren't necessarily part of the church though right they're not they're not no actually they're not a-, a sect of the church they're a, they're a construct of crux not the church of theos right and specifically yeah. the empire of crux but specifically their uh, construction out of blackwick that's where they started got it um and i'll kind of relay that a little bit that they these men are not part of the church but feel they should enforce the church so they have the authority of the emperor essentially yes right well i mean not of the emperor because they still will respect like mole in this case they're not going to go over and just kill one of his companions like they might have otherwise so they still have some mm-hmm. restrictions but it is and, and mole can relay all this it's very ill-defined okay so they, they are mercenaries. They do not have necessarily a leader. Yes and no. They they do operate as their own independent groups with their own leadership structures within them. They but are very they... loosely defined. But under whose guidance? There's got to be someone at the top. Well, I think the way to find that out is see who let them in the country. They, as I said, they are usually not allowed within this entire nation. That is a rather large development. Somebody with great pull must have done this. And with that, we'll end the episode. Thank you all for listening to Beholder's Eye, Volume 2, Episode 2, The Goblin, The Squirrel, and The Inquisitor. We hope you're enjoying these foundational episodes for our new storylines. Getting the setting established is a lot of fun, and I look forward to you joining us as we continue to explore the rest of Crux. Soon we'll be learning a little bit more about the guilds, as well as some library security. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Beholders iPod. You can follow us on Twitter at Beholders iPod. You can follow us online at BeholdersIcast.com. You can follow Gamma Plays Rosie at Metzgirl. You can follow Ryan, who plays Cal, slash Osborne, slash Wicker at DuffDuff the Third. Sam, who plays Mole at Samsalot007. And Ben, who plays Garen at Mural4D2. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing and music effects done by the amazing Sam Canary. Music from Filmmusic.io. Minstrel Guild by Kevin McLeod. Rights by Kevin McLeod. Floating Cities by Kevin McLeod. Curse of the Scarab and Our Story Begins Both by Kevin McLeod. License under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0. Licenses, creativecommons.org, slash licenses, slash buy, slash 4.0.